Hey guys, it's Priscilla from the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. Tune in for all your yellow jackets and succession needs on the feeds and yeah, have fun. You know what? I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know when, oh, when they're having sex in the scream. restaurant. Oh, and no. you just see, I was just looking at his bum because I just thought he must be Ghanaian. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the goddamn brothers, but <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. It's me Priscilla and I'm Jess. And we're going to be talking about the lovely show that Catherine Hahn, aka Miss Agatha, all along, did on Disney Plus called Tiny Beautiful Things. But first things first, make sure you stay tuned to the feed. We've got plenty of cool things still going on. We've obviously got Succession still happening. We've still got The Mandalorian and Yellow Jackets and other fun stuff. So please keep locked into the feed for that. First things first, Jess, how are you doing? How are you feeling on this fine evening? I'm fine. It's just been like a long week. So it's just a nice way to end the week watching that. And yeah, just been a busy one. So I'm just going to get some rest. So that's what Do I'm looking forward to. How has your week been, Priscilla? It's been a long, it's been a long week. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired. Um, my Red Bull that I drank this morning has actually named, now I'm crushed now. <laughs> Why are you drinking Red Bull? <laughs> I make this error every single time of drinking Red Bull, thinking I'm going to be hyped. Then I'm hyped. And then I lose, and like the energy during I had at four o'clock was something to witness. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, and then I just crashed. <laughs> just reminds me, because my mum always buys Red Bull and she called it boring. <laughs> what, like the Birmingham shopping centre? <laughs> Too fresh was gets like the names and stuff wrong. Do you know what? It's like, my dad's been, all the time. My dad's been calling envelope envelope for nearly <laughs> <laughs> fifty five years. <laughs> I love been, African parents so much. Not speaking of parents, <laughs> that's a great segue. Speaking of parents, <laughs> I know it actually is. It's a very amazing segue. Let's go into Miss Catherine Hand's show, who she plays a mother. For those who don't know, the premise basically, actually, I'll let just do the premise. Let you take the reins. What is the, without, because before we actually go into yeah. this, guys, because we've been a bit over the place, there's going to be spoiler alert content. So if you've not watched the show, please tap out and come back when you've watched it, because we'll be going for the entire season. Of going through all the episodes and we're going to discuss the general themes and we're going to go into massive massive spoiler territory so please 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 if you've not finished the show you've only watched a couple of episodes or you're expecting a weekly drop this is not what it is it's literally us like analyzing the entire season so please tap out but come back and listen because our opinions are actually quite funny and you kind of want to know what we think about miss Catherine han and her black man so <laughs> Jess, I'll let you do the premise of the show and then yeah. Okay, so the premise of the show is she plays a character called Claire. And we see her and her relationship is just like basically towards the end of it. <laughs> and she used to be a writer, but then 
she gets the opportunity to become a writer again as a columnist, advice columnist, advising the people. And as she's doing that, we get to see her life in reverse. She speaks about her mother, which is actually quite, it's quite, that's the saddest bit about it. And then just finding out about her life and everything. And I really enjoyed it overall. What did you think of it? So, yeah, that's what I was even going to ask. Yeah, what, what were your general mm. thoughts of it gen- as the show in general? Like, what did you think when you finished watching it? When I fit well, when I finished watching it, I actually really loved it. But when I started watching it, I was like, this is a bit of a slow burn. It's kind of, bo- it's kind of boring. <laughs> oh. yeah, it definitely is a slow burn. <laughs> because I was like, what is going on? Tennessee Musgrave slow burn MP3. <laughs> Yeah, so it's definitely like a slow burner, but then I feel like as she tells the story more, you kind of, it's kind of like backwards in a way. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, so like, I, yeah, at the beginning, I I was just, all the show is going on and then you get to the end and then you kind of find yes. how the beginning, beginning, how it makes sense. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's one of those things where like... I feel like you watch it all the way once through and then you have to watch it again to catch up on what you missed in the beginning, yeah. like what are the clues and the signs. No, I know exactly what you mean. But to be honest, I was the same with you. I, it was a bit of a, a one that it took a while for me to sort of get my meat into mm-hmm. um, in the sense of that I wasn't where you were at. <laughs> I persevered. <laughs> <laughs> I persevered, but it was a bit, yeah, it was a little bit hard to sort of get into it in the sense of that you would sort of just wait for everyone to unra- unravel. But do you mm. know what? I'm not going to lie, yeah. It did trigger me. I had to stop at certain points because obviously her mum obviously had yeah. cancer. So I was like, damn, you know, my, my nan's death anniversary is knocking on the door of one year next month. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, let yeah. me take a pause. This is it. It's a bit too close to home. And she was, I was in the same sort of, I don't think I've even left that frame of mind of like, you know, the denial of thing and thinking, oh, what could you have done best? Which I found mm. interesting that they delved into because I think the thing with grief generally, I think the show did quite a good job on. And what I loved is that grief is one of those things where like, it could be like 10, 11, 15 or however many years it's been since her mum died. But then you're always going to have like certain things you repress. Like, yeah. I don't know. My granddad died. I don't know. I was... 11 and I'm 25 now and there's certain things I still repress from that that like you mm-hmm. know when you see certain things that it reminds you of it and I'm like damn I'm back in that feeling I felt when I found out he passed yeah. so it was quite interesting it was actually really nice seeing her navigate grief and actually forgive herself because I think there's a mm-hmm. tendency sometimes that you know when because life does go on after someone passes you know yeah. this world doesn't stop spinning and there's a tendency to sort of feel like I'm only allowed to feel upset for as long as maybe it's basically to the funeral ends. And after the funeral, like you can't feel sad again because the person's buried yeah. now or if they're cremated, the person's in ashes now. So <laughs> you can't, like, you can't do anything about it. Whereas it's just a never ending process and you could be mm-hmm. like tip top, but then there'll still be times where it will completely affect, especially when it's your parents, your mum. Yeah. And her mum was so supportive and the, and I was kind of, I was really relieved in the end that she forgave herself because I shouldn't, she should have never held that guilt about not being there because she did the right thing, that like she was there for her brother. Mm-hmm. And her brother was right when he Yeah, because the doctor the did end, like, say that there was going to be, yeah, the doctor did say there was going to be two weeks. So if you obviously hear that, you're not just going to assume that, yeah, she's going to. Yeah, she's pass cool. Like, I can, away. So yeah, yeah. got time. 
Yeah, so that was really was... sad that it did happen so quickly. I was so angry, but not in an angry way. In a more like, oh my gosh, she's mm. going to internalise this bad. Because it's awful. It's awful. Like, it's because generally the worst thing, thing to yourself, ever. Why was I not there? Like, what did I miss out on? What did I do? Why did I do that? Like, I could have been there for her. I could have been helping her. Like, all these things are going to be going through in your head. Mm. And I just felt so bad for her. I'm like, oh, this is no life to live. And I think what was interesting, like, uh, generally was I liked her sort of how she processed her grief in terms of the letter writing, that the, the column thing she was doing and actually watching her go through the events again. Like you're actually seeing her go through like the events that yeah. she was writing about, she was talking about. Yeah, I actually, that's such an interesting way of sort of tackling things. Because sometimes, you know, when you're seeing these shows and someone's having regrets about them as a kid, you, you kind of don't ever watch them like like you don't actually yeah. watch the actual moment they just say oh like when i was a, my mom died um when my mom passed away i wasn't there but you don't actually visually see the moment because there's a level yeah, of I now i have sympathy i have for her now because i actually watched young her do those things but what did you think of her husband because um i was surprised that she had a black man i said oh not interracial <laughs> <laughs> not swirl <laughs> what was it that, that just made me laugh like when they were younger and then um they obviously got together and he's talking about being in a band <laughs> <laughs> i was like it's giving block party because i don't know because <laughs> there's not many like black lead singers that do rock music so i thought that's quite interesting but i think overall slash. i kind of i'm not too sure about his character because Obviously, I guess it was good that they did go to, like, therapy for their issues and everything. And then I guess, in the end, like, he just couldn't do it anymore. Like, they, that that relationship was just, like, in his last do, do you think, on his hand on heart, do you think they could have mended their relationship? I think they could have, but I just feel like he was just, like... he. I feel like he just clocked out a long time ago. Because, it's, to be fair, well, remember I, that she kind of... Not necessarily forced her way back in, but she had like nowhere else to go, and he was just like, "Oh, fine, you might as well just come back in." It's not like he really wanted her back there, so I feel like he was already clocked out. He was done, but obviously, like yeah, she had to be there, so they tried, but no, I don't think it won't work out. Yeah, it won't work out at all. Yeah, I, I kind of get what you mean. Like, it's one of those things where, like, I feel like. Uh, if they resolved I think if they talked things out earlier I think they would have stayed together yes because she did hide a lot of things from him until the end until the end like she hid a lot from him like she hid so much from him that I felt like if she if they actually had a conversation at any earlier point whilst the, her, their daughter was young I actually think it's one of the do you know what miscommunication is one of the most annoying tropes mm-hmm. in film in books in TV like it's so annoying because I'm like, why are you two not talking about your problem? Like, you know, like sometimes in rom coms and stuff, and you're like, if you two actually just had a conversation, all this would be resolved. Yeah, and it never did. Like, and it never did that. So I think it's a shame. It's, it's always going to be. I think for her, I think she's healed and everything. But I think for her, it's always going to be like a what if thing with her. That what yeah. if I did communicate with him? Because I think. I don't know. I think it's a good lesson. I don't think people need to listen to this lesson and heed it. Stop hiding things from people. 
Like, stop. <laughs> like, stop. Like, period. Like, Especially your stop. husband. Especially your husband. Like, if... Uh, the thing is, like, when... Because this is how people mess things up. Like, friendships, relationships, all sorts of... Relationships with their parents. Like, with just relationships in general. Because there's a tendency of people doing the whole thing where you don't want to be vulnerable because you don't want to let anyone in. So then what happens? You isolate yourself with this problem, but then the problem now becomes worse because you're dealing with the problem by yourself. When truly, well and truly, what you could have done, it's easier said than done. It's just shared it with one person. And once you've shared it, most of the load has now come off that one person. And it's come off of you because the problem shared is now a problem half. And then the other person mm-hmm. can then say, okay, do you want solution-based stuff or do you want to vent? Because no one's saying the other person needs to come up with a solution to your problem. There's some things that we'll never have a solution to. Like this, what she was going through, is not a solution-based thing. She needed to yeah. vent. <laughs> and also, I think by not talking about things, you're not... This is what she was annoying me so much in a weird way, but I understood why, because obviously what she went through is that no one can realistically help you if they don't know the context of everything. Yeah. Like, you'd like at any point, like, even with her daughter, like, sharing with her daughter about her, like, being completely honest. Because obviously, at the end, her daughter understood her because now she knows everything in the end. I was thinking, because like, at the beginning, I did not like her daughter at all. I was thinking... Her daughter was bad vibes. <laughs> her daughter was bad vibes. No, her daughter was actually bad vibes. I didn't like her. <laughs> I, was I was like, why are you her. so angry? And, and, and then the comment about... Because um, obviously, like, she was named after her grandma and she was just like oh she's not really my grandmother which i said how this is not what you say to somebody that's grieving (laughs) but then it was nice like in the end like how their relationship did get better because her mom opened up to her i think i think the issue with the daughter was that she knew her mom but she didn't like for example like she's named after her grandma but she didn't truly know her grandma because her mom didn't talk about her yeah like i'll give you for example my brother um Obviously, Jess knows, uh, but, but you guys don't know in the audience. Yeah. So my brother's first name, my brother's first name isn't his actual name. His first name is actually my granddad's name. Yeah. So, but his name, Joao is his, is his middle name, but we just call him that because obviously when they're both alive, I ain't calling you both Mevin, that's confusing. <laughs> obviously, I didn't call him Mevin, I call him granddad, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, but for him, with Joao, it had meaning to it because obviously like he knew granddad, my dad loved my um, his dad and he was really close and he always told us stories about him so Joao always like liked the fact that he had granddad's name but then if you're this girl who doesn't really know her grandmother because obviously her mum is still grieving because she never really resolved yeah. truly her feelings about losing her mum in the way she did and of course she she there's regret there thinking that maybe I could have been there for um her mum and being there for when she passed so if you have no connection with your grandma of course you're gonna say that it's rude it's bratty and it's incredibly cruel to say, but she's a teenager and I kinda and I kinda get it. Because I was to say, I was like I was like that. Like, why why do you name me that? It's like I hate my middle name. Cause I hate my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate it with love. My grandma picked it, so I can't say nothing. I'm Look- kinda like in because I'm kinda like in the <laughs> I'm in like the same boat as her as well because I was like, my middle name is my auntie's middle name that passed away before I was born. But then I can't imagine myself ever telling my mom, I don't want this middle name because I never met my auntie. <laughs> like, I don't think I won't be alive today if I said that. 
that like girl <laughs> that's not my name <laughs> No, because but you know I do, what, like, like I do get like as teenagers, like you do, like you are sometimes like really angry for no reason sometimes. <laughs> no, like <laughs> you know what? I, I, I get her because that was me. I never did to my mom though. Me and my mom were best. We were tight. Me and my mom were tight. <laughs> I never. That was she was like my my north star. She was the one person that have got tainted by me being moody. My dad got hit both barrels. Oh, Richard, I'm sorry. <laughs> He got it from me. Just firing shots at uncle. <laughs> no, uncle got, uncle got, but he, no, my dad got battered. <laughs> watching her, and I'm like, oh, this was me after my parents split. This was actually me. My mum was the no, patron saint. Because I actually understand, because you know when your parents split and you're a teenager, yeah? Like, mm-hmm. the only people whose parents split actually truly understand what that's like. Your whole world has collapsed, Right. And it's the first time you're viewing your parents as human beings. If I don't know if that makes any sense. Because you know yeah. before, your parents are just your parents. They're just mum and dad. Yeah. But then when they split and you're watching them, like, sort of configure stuff and sort of how to how they're mending, that's the first time that, like, they're sort of flawed in your eyes. That's just the only way I can yeah, explain it. True. So you're now seeing them, oh, that's not just mum and dad. Like, A the family home has been split. So the, the one th- consistent thing that was there has now split. She truly is now having to form new relationships with her parents that are different to the one she had before. Yeah. And then also the fact that she don't, she knows her mom and she loves her mom, of course, but she don't know her mom because her mom never like opened the door, understandably so, but her mom never, you know what I mean? Allowed sort of festered this because I think as parents I think where a lot of our parents generation went wrong I think which I've always admired my mum for doing quite well is that my mum always opened up to me and my brother so it created a safe space that it made it easier for us to open up to her whereas in this case like if yeah. you've not created a safe space for your child to open up that like for you to open up to your child like if you open up to a child why is your child going to tell you anything like I don't know you yeah, that's very true. <laughs> like why am I going to just give you I don't know you of course, you're going to tell him the big stuff, but like, you know, that genuine connection. Like, and that's why I was really happy about at the end of the show, they actually had that relationship. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, look at you guys lying on the ground, looking at the sky. <laughs> like, you would have not done that eight episodes ago. But then, do you think that she was just so angry because of the relationship overall with her parents, though? Or was it just because simply she didn't know her mom? She I think it's both. basically hated her. <laughs> it's both. It's both. I think it's both. It's a lot of things. I think she's a very, very troubled girl. And the thing when your parents split is seeking so experience, you kind of clock the cracks. So you're sort of in she You're sort of waiting for it to happen. And yeah. it probably didn't help the fact that their relationship wasn't that great to begin with. So it makes the split yeah. even harder in comparison to like, you can have a great relationship in the beginning. And then if the re- divorce is just like the way their parents divorce, where it's in, like sort of amicable, then yeah. it's easier. It's not like sometimes obviously you can have a good relationship with a parent. Then you find out your dad or your mom cheated on the other. Then you're like, Oh, I hate you. Cause look what you did. <laughs> but in most, in the way her parents split, if she had a good relationship with both of her parents, it actually would have been, it should have been a lot easier because it's a yeah. no fault split 
So I think because she, I think it's a mixture of things. She didn't have a good relationship with her mum to begin with, anyways. She doesn't know her mum. Like she just knows her mum's her mum, but she don't know her mum. Like her thoughts and feelings. What was she like as a kid? Like all this stuff. Her mum never let her in because her mum never let anyone in. Yeah. After her, after her mum died. So, um, and I think what was nice in a way is that I think she always desired to be similar to her mum and the way her mum raised her. And then actually because of her mum passing the way she did, she ended up becoming the polar opposite of her mum. And then through, you know, doing the column work and everything and just, and actually like working with her daughter and talking with her daughter, she actually became the, her mum in the end. So weirdly yeah. it helps. But yeah, I think her, her daughter was a mixture of things. I think a lot of things were bothering her. And also she's a teenager. You're going to be a brat. Yeah, that's very true. When you're a teenager, I like, feel like she didn't have any issues with her dad. No, I think because she had a good relationship with her dad, and also That's it could true. be that she also may have wanted. She, she it's also it could also be a part of probably not attention seeking consciously, but she wanted that relationship with her dad with her mum. Because girls want to be close to their yeah. mum. Do you know what I mean? You desire to have a close relationship because obviously there's things you want to tell your mum that you're not going to tell your dad. Do you know what I mean? You kind of want that. So I think she was des- she was desiring to have that relationship. She didn't have that relationship with her, so it makes it harder. And, you're- and now her mum's split from her dad. And so that makes her more angry. She's generally angry because being a teenager sucks. <laughs> and you feel like the entire world's against you and you're all emo and you're listening to, like, Lionel Dore, like, video games and thinking the world's going to collapse in on you. And like everything at teen, when you're a teenager, everything's exacerbated. Like something now, yeah, something can happen to you now, Jess at twenty five, right? And you're like, it would be upset, but like, you know what? I'm an adult. I actually, kind of have to get over. It. I've got to go to work. But yeah. like, you know, like for example, like, if you get bigger issues waiting for you. There's bigger <laughs> issues waiting for you. There's bills to be paid. Like for example, if you got heartbroken, like, if you had your heart broken now, you have to go into work the next day. You'll do exactly and sniffle and cry at work. But you have to go to work. There's money to be made. <laughs> <laughs> that but, is actually so true but when you're 16 <laughs> yeah 16 and you're heartbroken like you're lying down in your bed yeah and you're like where's the script the man who can't be moved <laughs> or you're like Beyonce me myself and I or like you're listening to like Justin Bieber um like sorry and like love you're just sitting, you love yourself and you're crying and then you're watching rom-com saying like why is this happening to me and then you're eating ice cream and all this do you know what I mean like you have time to mourn so for her everything that she's feeling now like I promise you if my parents split at the age now of course it sucks but I think I would have been okay yeah 13 because like you just have like your own you have your, your yeah, own I mean, life you have to, to live to, you well. have your own life to live man like it's okay the world's still spinning I still have to go into work tomorrow there's a cost of living crisis here <laughs> Rishi Sunak is, is prime minister what, what can I do I've, I've got to keep things moving <laughs> whereas when you're like when I was 13 I was like ah, the world's collapsing in on me this is it it's definitely a lot harder when you're a lot younger like, how'd you be in a teenager? Like actually, sucks. To just relax. She just needed to relax a bit. She, she yeah, needed does. to. She needed to smoke some weed or something. I don't. I don't condone it, but she needed to drink or something. She like she needed a. Yeah, stiff, but like she was like, drink. Didn't she start? Um, she did start drinking, didn't she? Oh, yeah, she did. Wait, did she? I remember. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. Remember? Um. Oh yeah, there's that she scene did. where she's on the skateboard, and I thought she was beating out of her eyes, but she was wearing makeup. <laughs> and then, um, she, she met that girl. What was that girl? Montana. Was it Montana? Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. 
I think that was what that was the name. And then they were in the yeah. trunk, I think they were drinking what's meant to be gin and tonic. Why did she drink? Actually, let's go there. Why did she drink that? <laughs> what's wrong with gin and tonic? Is she is she Shirley from EastEnders? <laughs> I'll never forget yet. Yeah. I used to watch these. This is a, such a sick side of the I was watching these tenders. You know, they keep saying, Can I have a gin and tea? And I remember when I first had it. Oh! I actually cried. What did you have? Like, what kind I of gin, gin tea? Did you have, first of all? I don't know, Jess. I was stupid. I didn't know what alcohol was. I just asked for a gin tea and they gave me a gin tea and it tasted disgusting. They probably didn't like get the blend right. Because no, GNT no, no, will no. hit you like a ton of bricks if it's mixed properly, Lord Jesus. No, that, the way my preferred <laughs> drink of choice is, guys, let me give you the, the, the tea, the real tea. Right. <laughs> Pink gin lemonade, banger. Unicorn gin lemonade, banger. The real one, yeah, shout out to Rachel actually who bought it. The Gordon's, <laughs> the Gordon's lemon gin, right? The Sicilian lemon gin with lemonade. I got drunk many a time with that one. Maybe I'm missing out because I've only just had the original gin. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, next time we go out, yeah, the, the Gordon's Lemon Gin. Right. I need to shout, like, the daughter needs to, she needs to hit me up because I would have given her, like, top, <laughs> top gin. Like, I would have taken her to, they don't have a weather spoons in America. I would have taken her to a bar. <laughs> She can't even get into Weatherspoons first and buy a drink at Weatherspoons because she's a teenager. She would have gone to Kmart. I would have gone to any like bodega and I would have gotten a lemon gin and I would have given her um, lemon gin and lemonade. Let's sit and talk about it, girl. Oh, I would have gotten Echo Falls. I would have ordered Echo Falls off Amazon. (laughs) Drink someone like, let's talk about this girlfriend. (laughs) Like, take it like. She did need somebody to speak to. But then it's just a shame that. It would have been good to see her dad speaking to her more about... But then to be fair, he didn't know anything either, so... He Maybe no alcohol was the only friend that she had. Do you know what? I've been there. Been there. Been there. <laughs> been there. That lockdown, wow. Your lockdown was a mess. It, ma- it made people just, like, drink... Like, it was so funny. I went to Sainsbury's and um, all the drinks were, like, gone except for Corona. <laughs> <laughs> No, if I tell you how many tequila and KA black grapes I drank, oh, <laughs> it was actually I'm so to bad. Because at the start of the lockdown, it wasn't too bad, and then I think it was just you know that which lockdown was it? That grey lockdown, the end of the year one, the December Christmas one into New yes, Year. Yes. Do you know that lock? Do you know that lockdown? The only good thing is I met my boyfriend on the day. That's, that's the only thing that my thing. life was falling apart at that time. That's what, but that's what made it worse. That's it was so like, bad. I felt like I was working because obviously I'm a key worker. So I was working, <laughs> going into work. The only highlight I've met my boyfriend. I cannot tell you one good thing that happens. To be fair, was that not when um was that when Clubhouse like started to become so that all we did was just like sit on Clubhouse for like five o'clock in the morning. Do you know how sad that sounds? <laughs> it's the fact that that was actually normal back then. Do you know what we were doing? I was drinking tequila, te- like tequila, like um, our best, our mutual friend, me and Jess's mutual friends, whose wedding I'm going to see. She got me Mexican tequila, <laughs> right? And I still had it from me. She got it from right my, my birthday. No, right. it was remember our but my lockdown happened just before after my birthday. Oh yeah. So yeah, I yeah. still had it, and I drank that with tequila, black grape. 
drinking. <laughs> Do you know that? I actually understand that thought of, you know, because when the pressure hits, you know, the way the alcohol was like, got me through. It, got, it actually got me through because I was actually like the my the worst lockdown was the first one because me and like our best friend like me and Jess's best babe we were stuck in our uni town we couldn't go home the way like I feel like I actually said to her at the end of it we actually could get married and we'll probably be okay <laughs> we survived it <laughs> you know those students in during lockdown are the real MVPs because I couldn't have done it I literally well, graduated the- just before <laughs> No, oh. do you know any worse yet? I think I, the only way I can make myself feel better was saying that I graduated and I did my undergraduate, so I had that. But no, it didn't make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to everybody who got the degrees in lockdown. That was actually hell. Like <laughs> that actually, I was actually going to do my PhD like a year after that, and that completely turned me off from doing it ever again. I am never, ever, 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 ever doing it <laughs> ever i left that behind man i know should we want such a massive not, segue not. i hope that entertained everyone i was about to say <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how yeah we did okay so we got let's okay let's rewind let's rewind <laughs> let's go into what we did it like we sort of touched on it in terms of the slow burn but other than it being a slow burn what did you not like that you feel like could have been improved on I don't like, I guess in a way it was good because she was basing it off the letters that she got. But I was kind of hoping it would have been a bit more linear because like at the start it was just like really confusing. Mm. It was just like one minute we at her mom's funeral, the next minute we're meeting her, when she meets her current husband, then we're meeting her ex-husband, then we're going to her mom's telling them that she's got cancer. I just, I don't know. I like, like, because it was good, but it can get kind of confusing in a way. In that mm. sense. I'm not sure if you felt the same, but that was kind of one of the things I slightly didn't it, like. No, about it's, it. it's, it's, you know, you're right. You're right. Because that sort of, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think that it being linear, I think it would have helped if it was a bit linear. It, was, it, it is a little bit confusing. Um, it jumping from present to that to that to that. Yeah, I get what mm-hmm. you mean. It, the last few episodes, it got it got less confusing. But yeah, yeah, I think it not being linear was sort of confusing. It, I think it took maybe halfway into the show for me to get used to it. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. I think the only thing I didn't like, okay, I didn't like it's a strong word. Um, the only thing I um. I think I wished the ex-husband was involved more. Yeah, I just confused, like, because he was they're speaking about him and then they'd only speak about him when he was younger. And then Yeah, like, I wish yeah. we got to know more about him. I felt like he was a bit part role. He was like a foil for her, for Claire and yeah. her daughter. He wasn't a fully realised person. I didn't feel like he was his own thing. That's the only thing I wish they could have improved on because otherwise it's a it's a seven and a half, eight out of ten show. I'd recommend anyone to watch it, mm. definitely. Um Catherine Han definitely should try and they should try and push for her to for award season for sure. She did very well. But I just wish the relationship with her husband was more fully fleshed out. Because I know why they split and we know why and all this stuff, but I never got we never got a resolution between the two of them. 
Yeah, I thought we could have found out a bit more about them as well. Because I know that they obviously speak about how she got pregnant at first. But then, like, where was the between there and when the baby And what they are now, yeah. They are now? Like, now. <laughs> like, I know what they're like now. I know what they're like when they were younger. But what about the entire period when you're raising your daughter? What yeah. happened? Why I are you... Like we definitely needed that. We could have... That would have taken from the 7 to a 10. Mm-hmm. That would have taken Definitely. up three. It stays a seven because I've had, I haven't got that. He's a good-looking man as well. I'm not going to lie. I was staring at him the whole time. <laughs> he actually is. Yeah, you know what? So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know when... Oh, when they were having say, sex in scream. the restaurant. Oh, <laughs> and no. this, see, I was just looking at his bum because I just thought, he must be Ghanaian. <laughs> no offense to the Ghanaian brothers, but... <laughs> His his bum was massive. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, that's the only thing I just kept thinking. I thought, wow. But yeah, I do agree. He's a good looking man. <laughs> You're actually so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know why that scene was just like on my mind. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> So did you, speaking of favourite scenes, did you have like an overall favourite part? Like which part stood out to you the most? It didn't, doesn't necessarily have to be like favourite because it was like a happy moment or just a moment that just really stood out I to you. I really, 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 really loved the scene where her brother called her out a little bit. When her brother said to her, you didn't need to come and get me at the end, the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that. And I just felt it was quite unfair that she kind of, in a way, blamed him for not being there. And he was yeah, like, you, just, she, you can't keep blaming me for, you, like, because it's not yeah, his fault. It's not his fault. So that was yeah, it's not his fault at all. It's not his fault at all. Like, I was like, why are you blaming him for what? Like, what did he do, man? She really hated that man, because I think, but then again, remember that her lending him money was kind of part of the breakdown of her relationship. So I just feel like she wanted like more of a reason for her to be angry at him. Yeah, but the thing is, you tell him that. Don't, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not like, like, I'm sorry, who told you to send him the money? Yeah, that's very true. It was actually a choice. No one sent you. It's your <laughs> choice. No one sent you. <laughs> I love her, but who sent you? <laughs> So that was like kind of good in the end. And then the dad came. And then he was just like, people, and he was just like, people can change. But I don't know if we should trust that dad or not. Anyway. No. But I'd say that's what'd you give it out of ten? Out of ten, I would give it a eight point five. As I said, it could it easily could have been a ten if we just found out a bit more about her relationship with her husband. But it really was a good watch. It is a bit of a slow burner, but overall, it is a good... Because, as I said in like one of the episodes, I'm not really a fan of hybrids of genres. But I feel like they really did it quite well with the comedy and the drama aspect of it. Because a lot of it, some of it is quite heavy. But then like they have the comedic part straight after, which kind of just like softens the blow a bit. So I really like that about the film. What would you give out of 10, Priscilla? Three. I'm joking. <laughs> I give it a seven. <laughs> seven and a half. Seven and a yeah. half. Seven and a mm-hmm. half. It was decent. 
I enjoyed I enjoyed what I watched. I would recommend, honestly, guys, I'd recommend to watch it. I think it's it's easy to binge because they're 30 minutes. They're not long, very, very long episodes. Yeah. Um, and I think Catherine Han did and Catherine Han's a great actress. I'm sorry, like she, you know, she's an incredible comedic actress, but she's also a very good dramatic actor. Actually, speaking of which, I always find that comedy actors do really well with drama. That's very true with um they watch Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like Donald Glover is just like really good at Like Donald Glover is brilliant because he did obviously community. Mm-hmm. Um obviously you've got Steve Carell, you've got Catherine Han now. Um I think Paul Rudd's lends to drama really well. Adam Sandler in mm-hmm. Uncut Gems. Um I think even like people like um I just lost such my uh, the person in my head, like I think even people like Simon Pegg. Yeah. And like Nick Frost and um, Paddy Constantine did well in House of the Dragons, and he comes from like the Edgar Wright sort of like kill comedy, like Shaun of the Dead sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I think Catherine Hines just another comedic actor who knits like nails it out of the park um, for it. So yeah, I definitely would recommend. But I think that's it from me and Jess. Please, guys, you know keep listening to us i think we're actually got some really really sick stuff coming down the pipeline that you're going to very much enjoy so stay tuned yeah look forward it's going to be incredible well. stuff yeah it's going to be quite funny <laughs> i'm not going to lie it's going to be like top like when i say yeah the comedic content is going to be a1 but that's been me and the lovely jess we'll speak to you guys later bye i don't know why i said it like that but bye everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>